Private conversations. conversations. So we're going to talk about private conversations. Any and everything, private Any conversations. And everything on this podcast. Love it. Where we talk about everything. Everything. Hello, everyone. It's Private Conversations, the podcast, and this is Ms. Michelle. Welcome. And I'm joined, of course, again by Sir Arterier. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> so... Um, it's been an interesting week. It's been an, it, like the week off and then this week on. It's been. I don't know. It's, it's been a week. It's been a week. And some. And some. Yeah. Let's yeah, just yeah, yeah, get. Yeah. There's an elephant in. Let's just get the elephant out of the room first. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Go ahead. <laughs> just go ahead. No, we no, just saying about. Um, again, we'll talk about Jesse Smollett. <laughs> yeah. And Doomsday is looming over his head to pay the hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Go ahead. Go that means, you know, for the investigation unit and everybody that they used and all of that for the time. So they want him to pay. So Mayor Emanuel wants to force him to pay this $130,000. Well, we're um, not going to. Okay. So I hate to cut you short. I don't want to uh-huh. cut you off. But sure. We're not but, talking about this. <laughs> we're not talking about this. But it is what it is. It's, you know, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Rob needs to let this go, though. He just needs to really, let it go. I guess you know, he wants to have something big when he, you know, going out. I, uh, this ain't it. This you ain't know, it. You know, as being the mayor. This, you know? this ain't it, boo-boo. This ain't well, it. Well, well you know, what, let's sum this up. Okay. And you just, because I'm just, I have nothing to say. Okay. But what do you have to say? Well, I just say that $130,000 would be an omission of guilt. You would be saying that um, I'm going to pay this because I'm guilty of this. No, you didn't get it when you let him out. Why try to get it now? Okay. Let it go. There's more important things out there that you need to be worried about. Yeah, just yeah, it's over. It's done. Yeah. yeah. Next on lighter news. Yeah. Congratulations to um our new first, first black female openly gay mayor Lori Lightfoot. Yes. Congratulations. Yay. Congratulations. Yes, it it was just a nice run for her. And she had our groundswell. She was, was it 290 something or 30 something thousand to Tony's 93,000? And some people were saying that Tony didn't get any. Uh, ward out in the south side districts out there. She didn't get no ward at all. She didn't take over none. Wow. So it was like, it was, I guess, old politics. It's time to go. It's time for something new, a new face, a new idea, a a new mind, a new strategy. You all are still doing the same thing you've been doing. And now it's just time for a change. Now we're going to give her a chance to see what she does. And if she screws us over, out she goes. We'll see. We shall see. Yeah, we'll see about that. So that's that. What else are we going to say? Oh, we were going to say rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace. That was horrible, horrible seeing that. I thought it was, I yeah. was like, this And is I was looking and they were saying the guy that killed him was in his little clique. I don't know the specifics. From what I heard is they had some words exchanged before that, like a couple hours before that. But they were boys, right? He was No, I think that he didn't want him. He was just, from what I'm understanding is he was just a bad seed, I guess, in the area. They had had words before, a couple hours before that. And he came back around, I guess, you know, with a gun and he shot him. 
But there was a picture on Facebook with him and a, a whole group of, uh, I guess, Nipsey's boys and these guys. And Nipsey's on top. And all these guys are sitting around. And he's down in front. And they have a... Whatever the case, like, he didn't have to do that. But, I mean, he's going to get... Well, they already got... Nobody really knows what was really going on with that whole scenario. Well, and, he didn't have to and shoot why him. he shot and killed him. No one knows that. He didn't and, have and, to. and maybe no one ever will. Yeah. Unless he opens well, up Well, they'll says, say... In, I'm sure he's going to... If he makes it to court. Yeah. We'll hear all the details and stuff like that then. But it was ridiculous and senseless, nevertheless. So Yeah, there it is. Yeah, there it is. So, what else were we going to talk about? Because we're just kind of, we have a topic, but we're kind of yeah. just going with whatever right now. Because I'm trying so to anything think. That was really, there wasn't anything else, really, I don't think. Yeah, that, oh, the Joe Biden. Well, we're going to save that one because that's like a whole big topic that we're going to talk about. Okay. But basically, just to backtrack a little bit, we were saying, because now two women have come out and said that. Joe Biden has, like, touched them or done something inappropriate. You know, when is there... Is there a statute of limitation? I mean, is there, like, a, a statute of limitations? That's what... Yeah, that's okay. what I'm looking for. On stuff like that. Cool. Like, I don't want to ever, ever, ever take away from the victim or the person saying that something was done to them. Right. I don't ever want to do that and say that they're a liar. This this is wild facts. You want to always believe that it did happen, but... It- it could have been misconstrued. Right. That's at, what I think. Well. It was misinterpreted. Yeah. And the way that, you know, he tested it. And then he came out with a little thing on, on, on I don't know, that Facebook or Instagram. And it was uh, him telling about, you know, he get it. He understand now that politics is totally different now. How it is on the heels of a few more, a couple of more women coming out saying that he inappropriately touched them. But, and then my whole... Is but he said the hand on the shoulder, you know, the hug, he never thought that that would be a problem. You know, but now, you know, he, he said, I get it. So he understands, you know. Nancy Pelosi was saying, you know, she used this straight arm approach. Well, Act here, like I have like a cold and you have a cold. But she's we, a woman here. too. Here, like I said, it's just, I think that's a whole big topic that we just need to discover yes. in one episode. Cause we want to talk about us. Oh, yeah. wow. Yes. yes. We have to talk about us. We went to go see the movie us. by Jordan Peele. Yes. Yeah. Really good. Really it was, good. It was a good movie. Really, it, was, it was a good movie to go and see. But you were like bitching the whole time. Because that, it like, wasn't scary. It, because of the fact that they made it seem as though it was going to be a scary movie. I mean, but yes. the trailer, as I say, is about as scary as what you're going to possibly see. You know, it's not a real scary movie. It's a movie that's going to make you think. It's a movie that's going to make you um, question a lot. But you have to see it for yourself because everybody's going to have their own interpretation of this movie. It was it was good. Yes, it was very good. I think listening to his interviews and the actors' interviews and reading stuff, there's so much different things that you could take away from that. Because, yes. like, we were even before we started, we were talking one synopsis or one theory or thought or symbolism pe- people I've been reading say have was, you know, she. Okay, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you, if you haven't <laughs> seen the movie, come back to this episode. Right. And then you know, just cut it off right gonna, here. Yeah. Shut it off Shut right it here. Shut it down. We're giving you, yes. Give me a couple minutes. We'll see you next episode. Okay, so <laughs> now that was a disclaimer. So when the little girl takes the real, the other girl, her doppelganger takes her and right. chains her in there and she's down there and she comes up. People are saying that that's kind of like symbolism for like, you know, you left 
a bad situation and then once you got put on or got put into a better situation whether it be pay grade job what have you you forgot about what you did know and you kind of just turned your back on it and she had opportunities to help them and let people know what was going on or say something but she chose to just remain quiet yeah. so I thought that was interesting yeah, I mean there's so many different words things from there are totally different everybody took words something different right. to me it was right. like you're yes. battling with yourself of your, your, you know you're good and you're bad and, and there is a, a part of you that wants to get out and, and move around, so to speak, but you've been held back. Well, no. my theory was just some of the things that I've read because I, you know, I still haven't really, like, decided how, how, what kind of symbolism. I mean, I still really, I need to see it again. I'm going to be honest with you. It's for me. I, I need to I, see I it again. Like, I need to it's see it good again. enough to see again. It is. But I need to see it again so I can process. That's the yeah, perfect word. See, the I first need to time, process The everything. first time, you know, you're just really watching the movie. Right. You know, you see it again, then you can really process where you are and where it is and, and where they are at that point. Right. You need to, I need to, I need to see it again and process it. Because, like I said, there are so many different things and reading so much and hearing so much. It's just, I'm like, oh my gosh, let's just, we got to, oh, Dude, no. <laughs> so, but it was a good movie. It was a very, very good movie. That little twist I was not expecting. Yes. I wasn't expecting it to be scary, but if it was, I was ready. Because he kept, you kept saying to me during the movie, oh my God, don't be jumping all up on me. And so, I grew up with a little sister that was like, I've seen Texas Chainsaw, The Hills Have Eyes, so um, all of Friday the 13th. Thrillers. Right. So, scary I'm just, movie. I grew up watching that mess. And, Nothing really phases me. The only movies that scare me are things that can actually happen. So the Scream movies, <laughs> they did because I lived in the burbs and that shit could happen. So I was yeah. freaking out. I was just like, oh my God. I was like, really, really like, oh my God. I cannot. No, I can't. But I still loved them. We have to do a second. <laughs> what was your first scary movie that really scared you? Scream. Okay. Because I was like, that's just going to happen. I was like, it's oh going to happen. They're going to like, what's your favorite scary movie called? I'm going to get it. No, it's Nightmare on Elm Street. That, that was, was the first it? thing that really scared, that really scared me. Yeah. Uh, I was like, well, I had a little herbal supplement. A forty ounce. Um, Dang. Well, this was you see back in the day when when it first came out, and I was with a friend and we were sitting in the park and you know you know we were doing our little thing and drinking our little beer. Then we went over to the movie and then you're sitting in this movie there and you're scared as hell because you know you, you you're, your herbal supplement kicked in. Is that yeah, what you refer to? <laughs> yeah, my herbal supplement your kicked herbal in. And I was like, whoa. It was like, that was the first thing that really scared me. Yeah, it really did. That's my first movie. Wow. So yeah. Uh, I, I can't even, that. Yeah, as a kid even, I can't even remember what it was. She just built my immunity to that, that, all that mess, really? that blood and guts. That It just doesn't, I swear to God, this doesn't phase me. It really doesn't. I have to see the new one that's out. I, I really want to see that. Yeah, I was just, even A Quiet Place, I when I finally saw that, cause I saw, I still haven't seen that. Birch, bird box, birch box, uh, whatever it's called. I need to watch that. Bird box. Yeah. Okay. I'll try to watch that, and we can talk. About you haven't that. watched it? I know. I'm behind. I'm behind. Are you serious? Because I keep. Watching. I haven't even watched it, and I didn't even have cable at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. need to watch it because I was just like, I don't. You know why I didn't watch it? I think was because why? I saw a quiet place after all the hoopla and the awards and stuff. I, I think I've seen that. It's not as big of a deal that they were making it to be. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this really didn't live up to the hype. 
I was really upset. They're doing a sequel and a good luck getting my money. Because I was like, no, this it was disappointing. Like, oh, all no. the hype, it was really disappointing. And then that Bird Box came out, and I, they were talking about comparisons to that. And I was like, uh-uh. Ain't getting me again. No. No, Bird no. Box was really, it was good. It was really good. And that's what people were saying about that quiet place, too. So, no. Because if I, I'm sick of giving time. That was that movie was an you didn't hour see any memes going around. Uh, yeah, uh, for a quiet place, did you? No, but there were memes all. But they over were the talking about that movie, lines. so I'm just like I'm sick of stuff not living up to my hype because that's like an hour and something of your time that you can't get back, and my time is valuable. Well, you, <laughs> but you'll never, but you'll never know unless you go and see it. You know, I you know, if for that yourself, was. people that like was. you said, people are hyping it up, and then you wouldn't say anywhere and all that. I didn't. I I I saw it on um, pay per view. I oh, down and but still, it. still, yeah. you saw it, and you saw it when all what people were hyping it up to be. De- definitely not. No, so. not at all. Very disappointing. But anyway, so okay, so yeah, we saw us. Yes, yeah, yes, good yes, movie. Yes. Go see it. But Go I gotta it. see it again, so I have to work that out. Back to our topic, Broadly article, it was an op-ed piece, well not article then, it was a Broadly op-ed piece that was entitled, or that is titled, Stop Gendering Your Baby. And then Washington, Oregon, and California are implementing third sex gender markers on identity documents like birth certificates, which is great since biological sex doesn't exist. Washington state is considering this an altercation to the state law that would allow a third sex marker to be indicate, indicated on birth certificates. Um, that means, in addition to the traditional M and F, male and female, indicators for, for male and female, I just said, a Washington may soon allow your little baby to have their sex legally nullified with a wild capital X. It's wow. not just for kids. The latest that erosion of gender binary would be extended to all Washington state residents who <laughs> wish not to be identified as biologically male or female. So my question with that is, I feel like we're going through this, like even with sexuality now, it's like you're pansexual, metrosexual, all that. Asexual. But now, yeah, and then the whole like removing gender identification entirely. You know what I mean? It just makes That's me crazy question, to me. How do we? So the question came up when we were talking. I said, if you had a child, would you go along with these notions now and just allow them to just be whoever they want to be until they are capable of making decisions or they go with the flow more so than anything? I.e., if you have a son and you just let him do whatever, you don't make a gender decision. You know, he's a boy. You're just going <laughs> to let him be. So if that means he wants to wear dresses, he can wear dresses. If he wants to wear pants, Certainly he can wear pants. Not. You know, what do you allow that? And your response was? Certainly not. No. Because? Because why? you are a little boy. That's you. So why would you want to be someone else? You were. You are a male. Be a man. You are a woman, be a woman. I'm sorry. You don't have to go, go on, I want to have a, a tra- I want to be a transgender. I want to have, I'm a man. I want to have breasts and, and, and implants because and, I want to look like a woman. Why? I'm a woman. I want to have the surgery so, you know, I have my breasts removed so, you know, I can look like a stud. I'm going to wear my hair cut real short and I'm going to wear sagging pants. I'm going to look like a stud. Why? Well, so here's that whole theory of you're not born, you know, 
in your whoever you're supposed to be well going back to the article a little bit this quote stuck out to me and it said the medical experts have spoken i have spoken with could not identify a single medical purpose for assigning sex at birth going on to list the myriad qualities that together make up what we understand to be sex they include chromosomes genes hormones internal genitalia gender identity and secondary sex sex characteristics which is just to say that at the very least sex is not just one thing whether that's chromosomes or your genitalia so again we this is really tricky very very tricky touchy subject but i don't see how because you are born a boy with a penis between your legs that, that, that's but does men. that mean i mean oh, but, but then, what if when but you then older, somebody you can know? say well there's a man that was born with a vagina okay right there's, and here's my thing and then too. there's a woman born with there are trans people in this world for a reason they obviously feel that they were born they in the wrong body or well that i'm they really sorry been that they feel that god made a mistake so you're I'm taking really this sorry. to a religious level. No, right because see, this is the whole, we were all made in his image. So that means he made a mistake with you. He should have made you a woman. Or he made a mistake with you. He should have made you a man. No, no. Being a gay man, no. I don't feel that. It's your preference. That's what you choose. That's your sexual preference. That's what you chose to do. Oh, I didn't choose to be this. Okay. I just. It's, it's, it, 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 it can be a real touchy subject. It because, is. Because, you know, everybody has their opinion. And. So, because, you know, just... I, I really feel that that's... It, to me, it's a no. Gender identification mess. No. I just... I, don't I'm, 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 I will let my son... He's eight years old and he wants to wear a dress to school and borats in his hair and shiny little uh, gym shoes and carry a cute little pink backpack. No, I don't think so. No, not at all. I just... I don't know. I He's just, a little boy. He, he hasn't... Now, the right intelligence to make that type of decision for himself that, that that age is too young you're too young at 18 when you really think you know something and like the kids and i don't think they know everything but no no like i said it's very touch like i said i didn't know you feel this strongly about it because i thought that you think that there would possibly be a possibility I've i mean i guess we don't even need to refer to mm. what articles have said because you're not going to change your mm. i've never that. been a fan <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I mean, to each his own. And I, for me, being who I am, you know, that's great because that's who I am, and I love who I am. You love who you are, but for me, no, I don't. I don't go for that. Yeah, I mean, transgender. I was gonna give you all I, of these, I, like, I, identification. You don't understand. You don't know who you truly are. You, I, I'm. I, I should have been a woman because I feel that I should have been a woman, and. and I'm not a man. I have no male characteristics. That's but you uh, can't even be. But what about the people? Like I said, so you don't believe. So what? Do you, how do you feel about transsexual people then? What about them? Like how do you? I mean, because obviously they feel as though they were born in the wrong. I'm not body. a fan. You know what? We're gonna okay. So this wasn't the best topic because you're gonna we're no. gonna get hate mail. I've never been a fan. You know, I, we're, we're gonna get hate mail. We're gonna I, hate I, I'm mail. So, yeah, I don't. I, I'm sorry, but you know, regardless of who I am, that's when my my religion kicks in right. with that yeah, whole it's a deal. religious thing with you. And it kicks in and it kicks in because you were born a man and, and, and we came Adam and Eve we all came from. 
why would you want to be Eve if you came, you know, if you're Adam? That's I don't I don't get it. I love being a man, no matter what my sexual preference is. I love being a man and being the man that I am. You know, but that's you. I'm just saying that you need to be open. But to, to me, the you're not. To me, this is this is how I feel. You are not proud of the man that you were. So you no, want to become someone no, else. No, you, you you becoming someone else. You want you were not because you don't ever you, you didn't feel as though you were that person. In the how first could you not place? be that person? That's the person that you were made into. Okay, we're gonna do a pause on this because I don't want no hate mail. Yeah. I don't want no hate mail. And we you are very oh wow. <laughs> You are very. You feel. Yes, yeah, that, that's touchy it, with me. It is. Yeah, I didn't realize that that was such a big touchy subject with you. Mm-hmm. So okay. Well, we can go. I mean, I don't follow anybody. You know, you do you because you have to stand before God just like me. Right. But uh, you know, for me, I don't know. It, that, yeah, that's just that, that's just not the. That's it's, just not it. Yeah, for it's, me, it's a very touchy subject. Well, that's that's me. You and do you do you because that's your life. But if it was brought to me and asked, then that's what I would say. So okay, we're gonna do a new segment. Let's test this segment since this went left with the topic. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> so here's a question I found on Instagram that I thought was interesting. Uh, so we'll call this the question, of the episode, or just question. What do what did you grow up believing from your parents only to find out that it was all a lie? <laughs> you know, I can't say I grew up believing anything because my, my parents were always straightforward with us. They would always, you know, we always knew who Santa Claus was because we would go with my mama every Christmas and go shopping and pick out our gifts and sit with her as she wrapped them. Yeah, so we knew there's no Santa. We knew there was a little uh, Easter Bunny, magical people, and and uh, all of this stuff. We knew that. It, so nothing. I, I can't see anything my parents told me, and I found out later that it was a lie. That's a good question, though, isn't it? I think that's a really good question. That's a good question. That's a really good question. You know, parents always tell kids something, they come find out that that wasn't true. I don't have anything. I think mine was, and this isn't what, like, they verbally said, but just, like, from looking because they never said anything but no i don't i don't want to say they like ruined me or what have you i just want to say that um no i mean i get i was gonna what i was gonna say was that they made their marriage seem smoother than what it actually was but i realized you know because i had such a close relationship with my dad that it's a lot of work but they did make it look easy when we were growing up you know what i mean so thinking Mm -hmm. marriage was going to be easy i've never been married but i think that kind of put me into the perspective as i got older that there what it's not it's going to be work it's not going to be easy it's a lot of give and take it's a lot of compromise so i mean but i don't know is that a good one i mean i'm trying to think like because I do believe that if you work hard, it will eventually pay off. I do believe that. And I'm just thinking about theories. I don't I don't think about, because of course, well, like, we we didn't know. I didn't, I, my childhood wasn't ruined. I didn't wrap my own gifts. So I knew well, about see, we, Santa Claus. That's the thing. I believed in Santa Claus. I, 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 we never believed in Santa Claus because we, I was my father. was saying, I'm Santa Claus. I'm the Santa Claus. See, and my, and, no, and that, that said, me and your mama. They, and we would go with my mother every year we go. And this is how it would go. It was so funny because we'd go, we have to go to get clothes first. You know, we always have to go and get clothes first. You have to get at least two pair of pants and a shirt or a sweater or whatever. And then you can get 
a gift. And then, see, my father gave us all $100 every year. So you're going to spend your $100 any way you want to. And that's how we knew that was Santa Claus. And then we, you know, my mom would make sure we had all the wrapping paper and everything. And she'd sit there and she would wrap our gifts. And, you know, <laughs> Stop. It's so depressing. Say, I want to hear it again. I, I want mean, to hear it again. It was fun for I us because that's when they had the big giant box of nuts and apples and oranges and, and uh, uh, tangerines and all the fruit and this. And then we were all over the place. In 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 in, no, in the house, and then stop. the tree Please was stop. up, Please and the fake fireplace was going. So the music, Christmas music, was going. No, that was so much <laughs> okay, fun. Okay, so I went. That was so much fun. I left out milk and cookies for Santa, or sandwich, or whatever he wanted. Girl, you were not pouring out my mama's milk for no damn. My Santa parents Claus. were going to eat it, so course, the Santa, the real Santa, was going to. We, we never knew did that. that. That's why we started to ask, wink, wink, what Santa would want, and then we put that mess out. Oh, wow, we so if Santa wanted a ham sandwich, Santa mm. wanted like. And y'all make sure that Santa had. Make sure they were sugar cookies because my dad preferred. Wow. <laughs> he didn't wow. like chocolate chip and eat them, but like, yeah, that's when we did. We got <laughs> older, wink, wink. But yeah, no, I never did any of that. Anyway. Okay, yeah. So um, we're a little unorganized because it's been a crazy day for the both of us. But so, Oh, yeah, it's been a crazy day. I thought that was a good question. So we'll mm-hmm. maybe try. I don't know. Do you want to? I don't know. I, I, they're just, I don't want to even talk about that one because it's still on parents again. My parents will never know that. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't want to say Say it's so much. <laughs> it's so much. Oh, oh, I, oh. I, I would be better off telling what my parents do know, like as opposed yeah. to now. Oh I my mean, God. what they're I'm sitting there saying that you you know. Um, we yeah, wow. let's not even go down that road. Wow. <laughs> that was, wow. Because oh. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm gonna take that to the grave. I'm gonna say parents. Yeah. I don't know why I'm on the topic of parents. Well, you know, April Fools. So April Fools. <laughs> and my <yeah>. sister <laughs> pulled an April Fools prank on my mom. And I'm only talking about this because I was involved unknowingly until after it happened. <laughs> so she calls my mother and tells her that I'm pregnant. Like I'm like I'm the only one that can ovulate and have kids. Wow. <laughs> so I'm just so she tells her I'm pregnant. And it wasn't I don't think that. I think it was who I was possibly pregnant by (laughs) so she like i guess went into it or whatever and my sister had told her i was just joking they were fools this is joking the mother's like okay well i'm not talking to you for a minute (laughs) (laughs) you you made me believe that yeah then i called my mom and i was like hey what's going on and she's like oh my god your sister she's like let me tell you what she did and i was like oh lord that was I didn't, I didn't know anything about it. So yeah, I guess maybe that's why I have parents on the brain. I asked a parent question. I don't know. I mean, I haven't done it. I used to do my mom because she was so. But I was gonna and I, the last time I did April Fools on her, I was I I said I was pregnant, and wow. she just looked at me. But I'm like now I'm like she don't care now she don't care like not nah. but I guess she does. Seems as though she does, huh? I guess so. Well, yeah. 
So I guess, you know, like I said, I'm we're just, it's a little crazy. We're It's going to be better next episode, I promise. We're going to be together. It's been a crazy week for yeah, us. Yeah, pretty much. Personal issues here and there. Well, but, I mean, yeah. everything is good, though. We Everything's really good. So I guess yeah. I'll just go ahead and just get to my what the fox. There yeah. Are, why not? Okay, so this one, I just couldn't believe I had read it. And it's, I got it from Insider. It was March of last year that they, no, 2017. But I just stumbled across it. The title is, Here's What Happens When a Passenger Dies on a Plane. <laughs> well. So, so it says, any frequent flyer might know there are a whole host of air passengers you don't want to get stuck next to a crying baby, an overly talkative or a queasy first-time flyer. One type that few have experienced is more Markov, a dead passenger. <laughs> so it says with approximately 3 billion passengers in the sky each year, the odds of someone dying in a plane are low, but not zero. And mm. it says airlines have all have slightly different protocols for what to do in the case of a passenger death. And those regulations also vary depending on the circumstances of the death. Airlines tend to remain vague on their exact protocols surrounding onboard deaths. And this is a quote, we have procedures in place to treat a passenger in medical distress. And this is a spokesperson for American Airlines. And it says only a medical professional can pronounce someone dead. And that last detail is an important one. Technically, only a doctor or licensed medical professional can pronounce someone dead, meaning no one officially dies in the air unless a doctor is on board, presumably. So that American, we uh, utilize our medical kits on board and contact medical personnel on the ground for further assistance. Our flight attendants are trained in assisting a customer in need of medical assistance. And then it's, they went on to say what JetBlue said, flight attendants utilize several resources, including communicating with medical professionals on the ground or enlisting assistance from credential medical personnel who may be traveling on that flight. But if a passenger dies midair, the flight crew, flight crew will attempt to confirm the death by checking vital signs, but no announcement is made. This is Quartz responding. The dead body is then moved to empty row of seats, strapped in and usually covered with the blanket. If there are no empty rows of seats, however, the passenger simply is simply secured in his or her current seat and covered with a blanket. Singapore Airlines used to operate a line of Airbus, yeah, Airbus that had a compartment specifically designated to store a dead body, according to a Guardian report. But those planes have since been taken out of use. Storing a corpse in a bathroom is not an option, according to a 2014 BBC documentary, you cannot put a dead passenger in the toilet. An instructor for British Airways told trainees, it's not res respectful and the corpse is not strapped in for landing. If they slid off the toilet, they would end up on the floor. Would You ha you would have to take the aircraft apart to get that person out. Oh my goodness. So I said, what the fuck? That's crazy. That's crazy. What the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, wow. I said, Wow. I'm just praying. I just, I mean, I know that's that's even morbid of me to even like talk about that, but I'm just like, what if something like that happened? Though? Yeah, because you, you know? would never think that something like that. That would was and then yeah. actually this is the person that has to sit next to you because the plane is full. Right. And and with the blanket over you, and over you sit right next to them. They're gonna have to do something for me because I would really <laughs> have an issue. I have a problem. I have a nervous breakdown or something. <laughs> you got me see my dead. I can't see my. Oh, you got me see my dead body. Come yeah, on. I mean, what would you do? Yeah. I mean, what if you have like three hours into your flight? Right. Or you're in the air and you oh die. My God, I know. And, and it then, made me think. Yeah. So you have to sit there. Right. Yes. Then we have the airline will have to do something for you because you're <laughs> sitting there. Crazy. Next to your I was like, what the fuck? Like, you yeah. really. 
But maybe they should bring back those planes that have like those compartments. Maybe. I don't know. It just made. I was like, wow. I don't know. You see the what boring the crash over That's in crazy. Uh, Ethiopia. So my second one is is a little less weird. More co- whatever. My in, next in one is a little less weird. Um, let's see. Um, it says, where did I get this from? I don't know. I don't it's know. some NBC News. A Missouri woman was acting out movie when she killed boyfriend, police say. The victim suggested the two played out a scene in the movie that involved a firearm. So the one, a Missouri woman was drunk and reenacting a movie when she fatally shot her boyfriend. I'm not going to say her name. She's facing wow. charges of second-degree murder in the slain. She was arrested Thursday night after police in Fulton, hmm. Missouri, responded to uh, Peterson's report that she accidentally shot her boyfriend. Oh, my goodness. It says she... Uh, she advised that she and her boyfriend had been watching a movie and drinking alcoholic beverages that evening. And she said that at some point, her boyfriend suggested the two play out a scene in the movie that involved a firearm. She said that the two uh, retrieved a handgun kept in the bedroom to act out the scene. It says a Taurus 38 caliber revolver held by the woman striking him in the head. This is oh. the police saying this. Medics attempted to treat the boyfriend and declared that he was dead. They couldn't. Oh, it says the police told NBC uh, News that they could not provide details about the movie the couple was reenacting and suggested the title or knowledge thereof might be used <laughs> as evidence. Even if the discharge wow. was not willful, authorities said she, uh, she should be held responsible because she handled the weapon while admittingly intoxicated. A police also noted that she had a number of prescription medications, some of which increase impairment mixed with alcohol. Wow. What the fuck? You, I mean, do you, first fuck? of all, do you do you believe that story? Do you no, believe it? I, I'm like, okay, really? Do you believe it? Is, she's I mean, the I'm only sorry. One alive, she's the only one alive to, to tell it. Yeah. And, okay, I don't want to, I'm not making fun of the dead, so I'm sorry. A life was lost, so let me just get that yeah. disclaimer out there. It's horrible what happened, but do I, I mean, what the fuck? Like, if that was really true, though. Do you, you think are gonna true? act out a movie. You're gonna act out a movie, and then you're gonna get the gun. Really? <laughs> she said, "Well, what this drunk? She, she said that he suggested it." Of course. Uh, well, can he, he dispute said. it? <laughs> can he dispute what she said? Right. Okay. Shit. Come on now. Well, this story all around is a what the fuck. Like, yeah, really? it's a what the fuck like, I'm like, huh? You know, like, really. And we were acting out a movie. We were drinking alcoholic beverages. And uh, she was drugged and, up. And, and then, like I'm sure. And then you drugged up that impaired you. And then we decided, he decides, come on, let's act out this part of the movie. Check his insurance policy. <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like, there more has to come out of this. Check his insurance more policy. More has to come out of this. Yes. I just, I, I didn't know if I should believe it. And then if I believed it, I said, but I mean, crazier things have happened. Yeah, you know, yeah. crazier things have yeah, happened. But you know, you have to wait and see. I guess so. I so yeah. That's those are my two what the fucks of this episode. That's it, I guess. Yeah, well, unless you have a quote, because I was trying to think of a good quote. Hey, I mean, I'm grabbing one because I'm on the fly. Because we're just doing this on the fly this week. It's it, it's been a crazy week. Plus, <laughs> yeah. so good health and good sense are two. Of life's greatest blessings. Oh, that's good. Yeah, okay, yay! <laughs> that's good. I know, I have one too. Don't worry about tomorrow, God's already there. Oh, so, see? You know, that's a good one. Well, where were you a couple minutes ago when I asked for that? Oh, well, I just thought about that one because, you know, I had seen that somewhere. 
And I always keep that in my memory. Don't worry about tomorrow. God is already there. There you go. And I hope we didn't offend anyone too much. Be sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I didn't mean to offend. I didn't mean to offend. So on that note, we're going to say thank you for tuning in. And we will be back, not next week, but the week after. And we look forward to speaking with you then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.